You're listening to the SS Experience on SMG. What up, though? You listen to the SS Experience? We back, mother lovers. You can listen to the SS Experience on the SMG Podcast Network app. Download the SMG Podcast Network app on all your Apple devices. Android, I'm getting to you. You can also listen to the SMG Podcast Network app on Spotify and the iHeartRadio app. We back. Well, I'm back. If you haven't watched my State of the Pod uh, video that was on YouTube, um, ain't no use in going back and checking out. We here now, so let's go ahead and, you know, get into this joint real quick. So we're doing, today's the, the first, you know, episode. It's, it's my solo episode real quick that I'll be dropping on Mondays. Uh, Wednesday is going to be the the group pod. You know, everybody's going to be back in the building. And then I'm going to have a special guest occasionally on Fridays. We're going to try to make it re- regularly on Fridays, but y'all know it'd be hard to be booking these A-list guests, you know, Soldier Boy, Jacquees. Hey, it's hard. It ain't easy. I make it look easy, but it ain't easy. You know what I mean? People got to reschedule and, and recording times and all of that stuff, but it ain't easy. But we back, though. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to you. By the time I'm recording this, I either should be mad or sad that either the Eagles did not win the division or Dallas did win the division. We'll um, talk about that on uh, Wednesday's pod just because, you know, as I'm recording now, I don't know what happened. I know actively right now I'm watching Atlanta and New Orleans is 14 up. Um, If, you know, the Eagles don't win the division, we're basically going to play an NFC South team on the road. So kind of, you know, interested in this to see, you know, what's going on. But as of right now, it's neither here nor there. It's Monday. Not really for me, but for you listening, it's Monday. Yeah. Let's go ahead and get this thing started real quick. So over the past couple of days, Uncle, Unc, Shannon Sharp, Shay Shay, Club Shay Shay, he basically put everybody in the podcast business on notice. Not in a disrespectful way or anything like that, but... He had Cat Williams on, and a lot of people would say, Cat Williams, he's past his time. Why is he talking to Cat Williams? Cat Williams isn't relevant, yada, yada, yada. But it's not about relevancy in the moment. It's about the stories. It's about all of the things that you never knew that was going on. That's why you have these nostalgic people come on your pod and come talk that talk because everybody's like, oh, that was really what happened? And I'm telling you, Cat Williams set the internet on fire. It kind of reminds you of that meme of the little kid with the house behind him on fire and he's just smiling. Yeah, that's kind of what Cat Williams did, except he wasn't smiling. He was dead ass serious. So much tea so much stuff to to react to on that. I mean, geez, like it just was just a lot of stuff. Um, he basically had to get on the pod, you know, on uh, Club Shay Shay, just because a lot of comedians that he felt, you know, basically lied to, you know, Shannon Sharp in their face. Now, Shannon Sharp's defense is a rightful defense nonetheless. When people are telling you a story that nobody's never heard or nobody's never confirmed, you assume it's the truth. Like, why would you assume that they're lying? Like, Shannon Sharp's not Barbara Walters, you know, rest her soul. Is she dead? I think she is. I don't like killing people who ain't dead. But anyway, she's not, he's not Lester Holtz. He's not, I'm about to just say a whole bunch of old names. He's not Tom Brokaw. He's not um, Peter Jennings. He's not um, 
what's that? What's what's that? What's that Chinese lady name? Uh, they used to do uh CBS back in the day. Damn, I can't even think of her name right now. Not Julie Chen. It's another one. I'll think. I'll think about it later. Connie Chung. Yeah, Connie Chung. He ain't none of them. He's a sports person who's a Hall of Famer who has a microphone and a platform. He's not cross, you know, he's not cross-examining and follow-up questioning anything that any of the people say. They're, he's happy that they're joining the platform just to have a good time. And when you do that, people want to come on your pod more. If people feel like you're going to grill them, then nobody wants to be on your pod because it's like, yo, what's the point? Like, they just going to straight grill me the whole time? Nah, we're not about to do all of that. So, yeah, Cat Williams had to set the, stri- the uh, set the record straight on a lot of stuff that Steve Harvey said, Cedric the Entertainer said, doggone um, Phase on Love, doggone what's my other dude named uh, Ricky Smiley. Now, I didn't watch all of theirs. I watched Steve Harvey just because I was kind of, you know, interested in, in that part. I didn't really watch Ricky Smiley, really wasn't interested in that. Cedric the Entertainer really wasn't too interested in that. I might go back to it to listen to the lies, but... Cat Williams just said, hey, all them dudes was lying to your face. And when you have a person like Cat Williams, where a lot of people, you know, give Cat Williams, you know, bad smoke and all of that just because of the perception of him. But look, he does good work. I mean, he's he's funny. I mean, I would I wouldn't put him in my rush, my Mount Rushmore of comedians because you can only put four in there. I could put him easily top 10 Top five, I don't know, but since we're doing a top five, let's go ahead and do the favorite thing that we love to do. Top five comedians of all time. Uh, I'm going to start with uh, number five, and I'm going to go with uh, Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac is my number five. Um, Bernie is Bernie, man, like from from comedian to movies and all of that you got to you got to have you got to have Bernie Mac in the top 5 somewhere in the 5 you got to have him uh in the 5 uh number 4 I'm gonna probably go with Cat Williams um in the number 4 slot um is it's his cadence of how he does business that just makes Cat Williams super duper funny. And then, you know, Money Mike, you know, that like that in itself right there is straight comedic genius. Number three of my top five comedians of all time. I got to go with Chris Tucker. Um, Chris Tucker, even though lately he's been doing the same jokes, but they land just the same. And I and I like Chris Tucker. One of his favorite jokes is, is a person tried to, I'm so broke, if a person robbed me, he'll be doing it for practice. And he did that like a lot, you know, a lot of his specials. But nonetheless, it is super duper funny. Number two of my all-time uh, comedians list, a list isn't a list without Eddie Murphy. You got to have Eddie Murphy in it. Eddie Murphy is the king. I bet you all of the comedians who I mentioned before will have Eddie Murphy up there. Um, I think Eddie Murphy is doing a new uh, Beverly Hills Cop too. like, not the number two, but he's like like probably like Beverly Hills Cop 4 or something like that. But he's doing another Beverly Hills Cop. It's going to be on Netflix pretty soon. So I definitely can't wait to see that. I think like the whole old cast is about to be there and everything. So that's, you know, really, really dope. And my number one comedian of all time, it has to go to Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle is the comedic goat of this generation. The Chappelle Show was a show that should have been going on a lot longer than it has. I believe that the Chappelle Show could have had a long run just like Nick Cannon's Wildin' Out. I think Chappelle Show could have had a, easily had like a 15-year run just with the type of material that he does, his style of comedy, and all of that. So that's my five. Uh, Bernie, Cat, 
Chris Tucker, Eddie Murphy, and Dave Chappelle. Now, again, it's a top five. It's off the top of my head. I didn't write this down or anything like that. That's what makes these top five segments so dope. And uh, if we can get a sponsor for the top five, uh, I would definitely love and appreciate that. Hit me up on my social media. It's at HennyHardaway75. We definitely would love your business. But let's get back to the uh, the conversation at hand, though. Cat Williams burnt down the Internet. I think within the first two days, you know, 48 hours, it hit $25 million. Like, one million is great. A hundred thousand for a certain amount of people, especially us, would be great. Twenty-five million people watched it. And the way that I got onto it, it was on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. And it was one of those things where somebody reposted something and they basically had a nice little caption. And the one thing about Twitter or X that you can do right now if you're verified, but unfortunately to be verified, you have to pay for it. You can put a two-hour video on Twitter or, again, X, which was dope because the clip that I watched was like 40 minutes. It was like the first 40 minutes of Club Shay Shay. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. I want to put on a poll at the SS Experience, no E at the beginning experience on Twitter or X. Would I sell out if I decided to be verified on Twitter? Because I'm telling you, like, that was, it was dope. It was like, okay, I watched a substantial amount of the content on uh, X, and then I went back and watched the whole thing on YouTube. And I thought that was pretty dope because, you know, again, two hours is a long time to put content on Twitter. And I kind of want to get into that game. I kind of want to, you know, play those games a little bit. I think it's like $14 a month to, you know, do uh, to be to pay to be verified. But it's just like, come on, we paying to be verified now? It's like, who's real if you have to pay to be verified? And I think that's like the whole beef with people talking about, you know, whether, you know, to be verified or not to be verified. And you have like a lot of your favorite celebrities. They just chose, you know what, we're not going to, you know, pay for the verification. You know who we are. You know our names. You've been following us. So you know who we are. You can tell who's real or who's fake. You know, if your favorite celebrity, you know, has like an extra, like, 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 let's say it's like King James, but there's like an extra I in King and they don't have as many followers as you know that they should have. Yeah, that's probably not really LeBron James and things like that. So you can kind of tell the difference who's real or who's fake. But I don't know. But that made me watch it. And it was just real. It was just real dope. One of the things that I thought was uh, pretty interesting is that my mom used to always tell me about, you know, Steve Harvey's, you know, upbringing, I guess, because, you know, Steve Harvey always talks about it or whatever. And he always mentions how, you know, he was homeless. And he told the story about how, you know, he would be in like one of those fancy hotels with the nice towels, lather up, you know, basically take a wash up in the bathroom stall so nobody can see him. We've all been there before. I know I've been there before, too. And then Cat Williams said, that's a lie. That's not his. That's not his. That's not Steve Harvey's story. That's Cat Williams story. And I'm thinking like, dang, like we really stealing life stories now. Stealing jokes is one thing. I mean, I'm not a biter. I'm not I'm not a biter. I'm a writer. You know, that's you know. I think Jay said that I'm not a biter. I'm a writer and I don't like, you know, jacking other people's materials. Now, what I will do is if you have a dope topic that I think that I can jack and make it a better topic or make a better conversation of it, I'll do that. But I'm not going to basically take something that's like word for word or or take your opinion word for word and use it as my own. Like, I'm not going to do that. Like, that's insane. So the simple fact that Cat Williams mentioned how Cedric the Entertainer 
you know, stole a joke. Again, I know I know I was just talking about Steve Harvey stealing his story about, you know, basically being homeless and all of that was insane. Him mentioning about Mark Curry and how, like, he basically kind of stole Mark Curry's whole thing. Now, the thing that Cat Williams was wrong on, it wasn't Mark Curry wasn't the principal. So when he's like he's now he's the principal in school. Now he wasn't the principal. And um hold on, hold on. I'm trying to remember quick. Because Steve Harvey kind of had two versions of the same show. It was like one show where he played Steve Hightower, then another one where he played Steve Tower. And I think the one the ep the, the show that we all remember is the one where he's the band teacher where he it was him and Serge the Entertainer. I think that's the one that everybody remembers the most. Well, like I said, he was the band teacher. Even in um, Hanging with Mr. Cooper, uh, Mark Curry played um, Mark Cooper, and he was like a retired uh, basketball player for the Golden State Warriors, and he was basically like the the, the gym teacher. But, I mean, I can kind of see the parallel between the two. You know, you, you, you just basically change up the, the career path of, of, you know, instead of a pro athlete to a retired musician, but still in school, you know, teaching the kids and all of that stuff. So I can kind of see the, the joke or the, the, the bit between that, which is absolutely crazy. But, man, like it was it. The, the interview was a good interview, but it was inspiring. It was inspiring just because it's like. When I have celebrities on, I'm on a pitch count. You know what I mean? Because I'm not a known person. More than likely, you know, they're on the pod to, you know, pitch a product or pitch something like that. So I don't get the luxury to be like, hey, you want to just chop it up for an hour? Because if I did, I guarantee you I could get $25 million. I had Soldier Boy on. You don't think I could? You don't think, and let's put this on the poll, at the SS Experience, no E at the beginning of Experience. If I had two hours and 45 minutes with Soldier Boy, I couldn't get 25 million? Yeah, no. Nah. Because I believe I could. I easily could have got 25 million if I had that much time. But I didn't have that much time. I, I, you know, I had about, I think that recording was probably about like 12 minutes. My Jacquees interview was about 15 minutes. Again, they was on to, you know, pitch a product or anything like that. They just wasn't hopping on, you know, for the love, even though they showed love and it was all great and whatever. But it, Man, just to be able to know that, you know, you can get that much traction and stuff off of the Internet is just real, real dope. And it motivated me to put together, you know, good products and good work and all of that stuff. Oh, I need to find myself, too, because my phone just rang. And um, that's kind of like the fine that we do around here. You know, your phone goes off during recording. It's a dollar in the fine bucket. So I probably got to put like a dollar in it. Y'all ain't hear it because it wasn't loud, but I heard it, so I'm going to have integrity to, you know, basically find myself the dollar. But all in all, though, I just got to say, look, no cap, Uncle Shay, Shannon Sharp, Club Shay Shay, you inspired me. I know you inspired a lot of, you know, fellow podcasters in the media that, um, yeah, book dope guests. Because at the end of the day, this particular episode may not do as well. The The Wednesday show might do better just because, you know, it's, it's more of an ensemble of people. It's just not me ranting and rambling. And then the Friday episodes are going to do just as, you know, better just because it's going to be a special guest that's going to be on. It's going to be really talking that talk with me. But I'm going to make sure that these uh, these Monday episodes are going to be fire, too, just because, like, we're, we're going to make sure that they fire, you know, just because. Give me a sip of water real quick. 
talking, you know, to yourself is like a, it's, it's, it's very uh, thirst quenching. Or it makes you thirsty and I got to get water to quench my thirst. You get what I'm talking about. I want to take this time real quick, though. We have a sponsor, believe it or not. Uh, they are a uh, karate school. They're out in Columbus, Ohio. They do real, real good work. It's called EJ's Warrior Academy. Um, I met EJ uh, Sensei. I'm going to call him Sensei because it's kind of like doctors and officers and all of that. I mean, if you have a title, you refer to them as the title because I'm going to tell you this. When I get my doctorate degree, you're going to call me uh, Dr. Shahid or Dr. Shabazz. You're not going to call me Mr. You're not going to call me Shahid. No, nah, you're going to call me Dr. Just because I earned that shit. So you're going to call me doctor. So I'm going to call Sensei Sensei. I always call him Sensei. I ain't mean to call him EJ, but I always call him Sensei. So I met Sensei at one of my last remotes that I've ever did, you know, in the market of Columbus, which, again, that's a whole nother weird story, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there again. We was at the 2022 Ohio State Fair. Um, I was doing a remote representing uh, the radio station 1067 to beat. We can listen to my show weekends at 7 p.m. Real dope uh, radio show. Make sure that you listen on the iHeartRadio app or if you're locally in Columbus, 106.7 FM. Turn the radio dial up. I really appreciate the love. And um, he just walked up and was like, hey, he wanted to uh, mention. I forget what he was mentioning. It was something like, I think I think it was like another competition of one of his students and he was uh, trying to get support for. I just gave him a mic and was like, you know, just basically, you know, teed it up. Hey, you just heard such and such on 106.7 to be sure he's rocking with you. We had live at the Ohio State Fair. Hey, I got a special guest in the building, Sensei. I didn't know his name was EJ. But I just called him Sensei. Hey, Sensei wanted to holler at y'all about uh, some special things he got going on in the community. Gave him the mic. He, you know, promoted what he promoted. Gave me back the mic. And I reached out to him a couple of days ago. And I was like, hey, um, shoot, man, how's the school going, man? You need, uh, shoot, new year, new business. Let's work. He was like, all right, let's, you know, let's make some things happen. So I want to put y'all on game to some stuff that um, that he got going on real quick um, in my live read real quick here. Now, the one dope thing about um, EJ School is that if, if, if you don't believe anything that I'm saying, right, or if you just need to see the proof, he has award-winning documentaries on Tubi. Now, again, we were just talking about Cat Williams real quick, and Cat Williams said that Cedric the Entertainer doesn't have anything on Netflix or Tubi. And everybody has everything on Tubi. Anybody can get anything on Tubi. We can even get on Tubi. So the dope thing about EJ Warriors Karate Academy is that he's on Tubi, the 10-time award-winning EJ Warriors, the documentary, and the five-time award-winning EJ Warriors Part 2. So you can definitely take a look at the good work that he's doing out in Columbus. And uh, this Friday, coming up, he's going to have uh, two students representing the United States in the World Karate Federation Series A competition. He does real good work. Now, if you're locally in Columbus, Ohio, because, you know, we are a Columbus show, even though we do broadcast and do stuff out in Atlanta, pull up on him. Um, his address is 3975 East Livingston Avenue in Columbus. Or you can also text, oh, first off, before that, when you do pull up to apply, Tuesdays and Thursdays from 6.30 p.m. to 8 p.m., or Saturdays from 12.30 p.m. to 2 p.m. And again, 3975 East Livingston Avenue in Columbus. You can also text Sensei EJ, S-E-N-E-N. 
S-E-I-E-J, to 614-999-6361. EJ Warriors Karate Academy is real dope, man. Self-defense classes, karate camps, uh, just real good vibes, real good energy. Um, good, you know, protect your neck for real, for real. Good self-defense. I mean, just some real good dupe stuff. And like I said, man, Sensei's doing real good stuff in the community. So make sure that you uh, support the people who support us. Do that. Support him because he's supporting us. One of the reasons why we're giving you three pods a week. So definitely make sure that uh, you support uh, Sensei and what he got going on at EJ's Warriors Academy. Now back to the tomfoolery. I'm I'm a thirsty dude. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a thirsty guy. Um, I love Cardi B. And I told you, musically, I'm not I'm not I'm not that much into it, but I love Cardi B. I love dancer Cardi B. I love social media Cardi B. I love stripper Cardi B. I love twerking Cardi B. Cardi B. I love Cardi B. Like she is just fine as fuck. Yeah, she had to, you know what I'm saying, do a couple of BBLs because, you know, when you you when you eat good, you you pack on unnecessary pounds and then you don't lose the pounds. You just move them to the area where you need them to be. Hips Thighs, ass, boobs. Fine. Perfect. I'm all the way with it. No, no, no uh beef, no quarrels with me there. But I wanna have I wanna have a relationship conversation real quick. So historically, it's been rumored. Actually, some of the rumors aren't rumored, but this time might be a rumor. But let's just say for the sake of this conversation, Cardi B stays getting cheated on by offset. And offset always you know, gets accepted back. And it's weird because it's like, okay, Offset to do something crazy. You know, maybe he texts somebody he shouldn't have texted or DM somebody he shouldn't have DM'd or whatever. Cardi B gets mad, puts it out there on social media that she's not fucking with Offset anymore. She's she's parading around in these streets without her wedding ring on. Then Offset finds some way to find out where Cardi B at and pulls up. They they they're they're seen in videos, they're seen talking. And then on which I need to probably start saving these recordings or doing these recordings so I can have them with myself. But on uh Twitter or X, however you get down, on spaces, Cardi B admitted that, yeah, she saw offset and you know what I'm saying, got some dick. Which is like, okay, that is your husband, so I'm not I'm not in that camp where it's like, why? But I, I'm not in the camp, but I'm on the campgrounds. I'm 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 behind the tree, saying why? Like, okay, I get it. It's your husband. You have. If you're not gonna commit adultery, you're just gonna smash your husband, even though you know you don't. You're mad at him or whatever. But doesn't that give Offset the license to do what the hell he wants? I mean, think about it real quick. Let's just say that he was talking to somebody that he wasn't supposed to be talking to. Whatever. He's in the DMs. He's being flirty. Whatever, whatever. Cardi B gets mad, kicks this nigga out the house or whatever. There's Offset is being seen with alleged woman holding hands, whatever. But he knows he can still smash his wife and his wife's not going anywhere. Like, you would think, right, that... Cardi B can get dick from anybody that she wants. Cardi B can get smashed by anybody. Cardi B can go out on dates with anybody, whatever. I mean, I ain't going to cap. I, I sent some thirsty DMs like, hey, my name's Shahid. Hi. 
you know, look, love it. I, mean, I know it's not going to land. It's just, just, just for the, just for the sake of, of, of fucking around because it's the internet. We're it's social media. We trolls out this bitch. Cardi B's not going nowhere. Like she was seen out with Tommy on New Year's. She didn't have her wedding ring on, and she's you know out you know vibing doing her thing. But is that all we're gonna get from Cardi B from not messing with Offset? Okay, I'm just not gonna wear my wedding ring. But none of you niggas still going to have a shot to do anything with me because I'm still going to go home to myself. And then when I get horny, I'm just going to call my husband to come through. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, and again, we're going to, you know, when when the females, when the women get on the pod, we're going to have, you know, the female perspective of this. So I don't really want to speak too out of turn. I kind of want to save some of this material for um you know, for the, for the for the rest of the podcast, but does Cardi B have self respect? Because there's no way that you keep allowing this guy to like do whatever it is that he's doing. Because again, we don't know, but whatever it is that he's doing, it makes you go on social media to be like, I ain't fucking with this nigga. Now there was a couple of tweets that we seen now. A lot of people be doctoring and photoshopping tweets where she was calling him a clown, saying that nigga I ain't the one, nigga I know what it really like, like little stuff like that. But then I've seen some other tweets where, you know, Cardi B would be like, that tweet is fake. But then I saw those tweets, but then those tweets got deleted. So it's kind of like, what are we really, really doing here? You know what I'm saying? What are we really, really doing here? And I'm not a relationship expert or anything like that. All I just know is from my life and my experiences that I've seen or whatever, you get cheated on. Like, like, like think of it like this. Like, think about the the married people. Like, not even the married people, but let's just let's put it in this perspective. Kim Kardashian divorced Kanye West. Just because Kanye West is bipolar, he just be saying some crazy shit. Didn't cheat on uh, Kim Kardashian. Didn't do anything abusive to the kids just because he was just on his own other shit and Kim Kardashian just couldn't take it anymore, so she divorced him. Whether you think that's cool or not, that's neither here nor there. Trying to think of who else got divorced. And uh, doggone um, Megan Good and uh, was it Devon Franklin? They was married for like nine, ten years. And they just decided to call it quits just because they grew tired of each other. And and, and, and Devon Franklin is a preacher. Like, you ain't supposed to be getting divorced. Like, you made a, a covenant, a commitment in front of God, in front of the Lord, saying that uh, till death do you part. And ain't none of y'all dead, but y'all chose to part. And you broke that that commitment in front of God. I'm saying all of that to say Cardi B keeps getting cheated on or whatever reason that she, you know, she wants to snap on offset and she's still married to the guy. You know what I'm saying? She's still married. Still getting dick from the guy. Why? And again, not why from, I mean, you're married, so that's why. But why? I don't understand. I don't get it. It's not meant for me to get, but we're just having conversation because this is a solo podcast. We're about 30-some minutes in. I got to have something to talk about. So here we are. It's just super-duper weird. And women, ladies, as you hear my voice on this pod, um, 
Spotify doesn't have a comment section. Um, the iHeartRadio app doesn't have a comment section. The SMG Podcast Network app doesn't have a comment section. But if you can hit up the show, you know, look at look for the post where we mentioned this uh, podcast episode. Um, at the SS Experience, no E at the beginning experience. Uh, at Henny Hardaway 75, wherever you see this post and you're listening to this, please let me know why Cardi B is doing what it is that she's doing. Like, like I said, she... She has options. Like, it's not like, you know, Cardi B is old and decrepit and dry or unattractive or untalented. Or I don't know about the talented part. Like I said, I'm not a fan of her music. She just, you know, basically blew up because she's, you know, she has a good personality, but personality is not talent. But my whole point is, is that she has options. I know there are several dudes in her DMs right now. I was one of them like, hey. Hi. Sorry that you're going through that. Hope everything gets better. That she has options, so I just don't understand like why. Like, is it for the kids? Which again, that would be admirable as well. I remember I was watching a post on um IG. It was one of those like those dad posts, like those fathers matter posts or whatever. And it mentioned how a woman will sacrifice well no, it started off with a man will sacrifice his happiness for his family while a woman will sacrifice her family for her happiness. God damn it, that was the realest shit that was ever written. Because think about it. When a woman gets mad at her husband, what is the first thing that she do? She takes the kids and goes, stays with her mama. Now, what did the kids have to do with anything? The kids wasn't sad. The kids wasn't mad. The kids was just chilling. The husband was just chilling. There's only one person who's mad in the family equation, and that was you, woman. You, female. You, her. You was mad. So if you mad, you go. Don't take the kids and make everybody sad because now you have to answer the question, why are we leaving? Why are we leaving daddy? You know what I'm saying? You're creating more of a situation that doesn't need to be a situation because you're not happy. And I'm saying all of that to say that Cardi B maybe is sacrificing her happiness for her family, which is very respectable because most women won't do it. Most women would just leave and take the kids, go through family court and all of this stuff just for her happiness. I'm not happy in this relationship, so I want to go somewhere else. But then this is something that they don't factor in. You guys remember that video around the holiday time where a woman was on social media and she was blasting her boyfriend because her boyfriend helped her help. I'm sorry. Her boyfriend helped his son set up his game system, but didn't help her son set up his computer. So think about that for a second. So she's on social media. She's mad as hell. He's not doing this for my kid. It's not right. Da da da. But guess what's not right? What's not right is where's his father? Where's his, where, where's your baby daddy by him? Can he not come over and set up the computer? Did you basically take the kid and run off with this new boyfriend that you, you know, that you got right now? 
that's doing what he's supposed to do by helping out his son set up his game system. Now, full disclosure, I love kids. So for me, that wouldn't have been an issue. I would have set up his game system, my son's game system, and I would have set up her son's computer. I love kids. You know what I'm saying? So that's just me. That Me personally, that wouldn't have been an issue. But just for the sake of argument, the sake for the conversation, we can only play with the cards that are dealt to us. And the cards that are dealt to us is, woman, you left your child's father, you shacked up with this new guy who has a son, and you're upset because he's doing for his son that he's not doing for yours. Just saying, like, you sacrificed your family for your happiness, and you're still not happy because your boyfriend is taking care of his son more than he's taking care of yours. Circling back to the whole point of the conversation, Cardi B, hey, she could be sacrificing her own happiness for her family, which, again, is very admirable because most of you women will not do that. You will you will burn down and break up your family, make your kids sad because your kids aren't around their father. Make your children's father sad because you took away the kids. All of that shit that you did because you want to be happy. Why can't you be happy by yourself? I mean, not like by yourself lonely, but why can't you be happy by go and find yourself another guy? Leave the kids with him. Let the kids, you know, the kids now might be saying, like, oh, where's mommy and all of that? Again, that's again, that's 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 fine. Because the truth is, mommy wasn't happy, so mommy wanted to go somewhere else to be happy. We want mommy to be happy. If mommy's not happy here, then we have to let mommy go be happy somewhere else. That's the truth. For all my truth tellers out there, that's the truth. But see, women don't want that to be the truth because you don't want to be perceived as selfish. So instead of being perceived as selfish, you want the man to seem like like an asshole. And again, maybe he cheated on you. Maybe he did something you ain't like, whatever, whatever. But again, that has nothing to do with the kids. And again, that quote from that uh, Twitter account, I mean, IG account was very powerful. Men will sacrifice their happiness for their family. Women will sacrifice their family for their happiness. And you got to think, too, when men sacrifice their happiness for their family. You don't think dudes be wanting to go out and hang with their friends, go to the bar? Maybe, you know, catch a football game. But, shoot, I, I can't spend this money because I need to do this for my kids. I got I to gotta have the, the bread up for the kids. I got to have the bread up for the wife. So I can't go to this game. I can't go to this bar. I can't go to this event because I got I gotta, I gotta a family to take care of. That's the sacrifice that men make for their family that women won't do. Now, the crazy thing about the post, right, before we switch topics, a lot of women – saw that post and they was commenting I'll sacrifice for my kids my kids can get anything from me I'll sacrifice for my kids but didn't realize that the post was not about sacrificing for your kids it's about sacrificing for your family the 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 husband the boyfriend the baby daddy whatever that is included in the family So saying that you'll sacrifice for your kids means nothing in the context of the conversation when we're talking about sacrificing for your family, ladies. 
Are you willing to sacrifice for your family, including your husband, baby, daddy, boyfriend? And we can honestly say a lot of you women are not willing to sacrifice your happiness for your family. You will sacrifice your family for your happiness. I want to switch gears to white people feeling like they can say the N-word or trying to insinuate the N-word. Um, I want to play a sound real quick. It's a very, it's a very, very funny piece of sound. Where this is college game day, where the host, Reese Davis, is explaining the acronym of LANK. L-A-N-K. And the white the, the fellow white people on the set, Pat McAfee, who's down for the culture, knew what was going on. And Desmond Howard, you know, he's black, felt like, oh, crap, this is going down. Let's go ahead and play that audio real quick. Jalen Milrow often wears his own branded apparel reading LANK across the front. It's an acronym that stands for Let a Naysayer Know. Being told by his former offensive coordinator, that Bill O'Brien. That is not what I thought. Is that not what you thought? Boy, let a naysayer know. Let a naysayer know. <laughs> of course. The professional's right in the middle of his <laughs> lead. That's all right. I just keep I thought going. you almost lost me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Tight up here, as you were. I was watching that. <laughs> <laughs> Reese, you were too smooth with that. I thought it was going down. I thought it was going down out here. Whoa. I'm a different man, dude. Oh, sorry, man. Let a naysayer know. Let a naysayer know. No. That's what we thought the whole time. That's what we all thought. Those of us who were more pure in thought knew that it was the naysayers who needed to know him. Okay, I made a mistake. The person who said it was going down, it was a uh, former... Hey, Ohio State in Columbus. We, we, we bring it full circle. Uh, Joey Galloway. Um, I heard the audio before I watched the video. So I watched the video. I thought it was Desmond Howard, but it was uh, Joey Galloway that was like, oh, you was too smooth on that one. I thought it was going down. But, um, yeah, let a naysayer know. Nigga, please. We all know. We, look. Look, Jalen, I don't know where Jalen Melrose is from, but I know that he's black. So I know for a fact that LANK does not stand for let a naysayer know. Let's keep it all the way a buck. It's let a nigga know. L-A-N-K, let a nigga know. That's what uh that's what LANK stands for. But the simple fact that Reese Davis is a professional. Like he is like he is what, you know, not we all, but like if you are going to have a nice job and be buttoned up or whatever, you want to be Reese Davis. You know what I'm saying? You want to be the the guy that everybody goes to, everybody trusts. And everybody at that moment trusted Reese Davis. Like, wait a minute, let a, let a naysayer know? Like, because you just felt like the way that he delivered it just sound like he was just going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, Lang stands for let a nigga know. And it would just be like, Hmm? What? As a matter of fact, I just want to run that back one more time real quick. Just so you just see, hear how smooth it was. Like, he had no hiccup, no nothing. Like, he, like it, just, it just flowed naturally like that's that's exactly what it was. Let's run it back. Let's run it back one more time. We're not going to run the whole thing back. Let's just get the um, 
the 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 let a naysayer know and then Pat McAfee laughing. Let's run it back one more time. Jalen Milrow often wears his own branded apparel reading LANK across the front. It's an acronym that stands for let a naysayer know. Being told by his former offensive coordinator, that Bill O'Brien. That is not what I thought. Is that not what you thought? Boy, let a naysayer know. Let a naysayer know. <laughs> of course. The professional's right in the middle of his lead. That's all right. I just keep I going. you almost lost me. <laughs> just saying, though, like, it's, it was just too smooth. Let a naysayer know. And it's like. White people invented the N-word. Let's let's keep it all the way a buck. You know, I know there's certain white people from back in the day. It's like, we can't say nigga no more. We we invented nigga. We called you nigga or nigger, but we called you nigger. And we can't say nigga no more. Fuck out of here. And I, hey, look, and I get it. Y'all motherfuckers don't need to say nigga no more. But let's not keep, let's not, let's not be ignorant and oblivious to Reese Davis knowing like, okay, I know what this is. This is, like, I don't, like, I don't know if he change the word of it to naysayer because what other n-word can you put in its place it's kind of like if it's kind of like um and this it is used to be a joke in like the 2000s if you ever watched friday the clean version on usa or any usa version of a clean movie or bad boys bad boys was a horrendous movie to watch the clean version from on usa and every time that they cursed, they'll say something else. Like, instead of saying, what you say, nigga? They'd be like, what you say, brother? And it'd just be like, okay, that kind of sound weird. But you had to clean it up in some way, shape, or form because you couldn't say it on TV. So it's like, let a naysayer know, okay, what N-word can we replace nigga with and make it make sense so we can actually talk about this on TV? You can't. You can't. Because you, you got the A in front of it. Let A. You can't be like, let nobody know, because you got the A there. A is something. A, look, let A. A who? Got to let A somebody know. And um, if it's Link, what I just said wasn't it neither. So you had to fill it in with something. So I don't know if Reese Davis pivoted that joint real quick or if Jalen Melrose. Okay. It's really let a nigga know. But I know that I can't brand it that way. So I have to add it to something else. Because I don't even, like, I guess in the locker room, you could be like, hey, we're going to let the naysayers know. We ain't the one. I mean, something like that could have happened. I'm Look, I'm 100% with it. I'm cool with it. Like, it's it's fine with me. It's fine with me. Like, I have, I have no beef with that. But all I'm saying is, though, like, bro, let a naysayer know. Negro, please. And last thing about Negro, please, real quick. You know there's a football player, uh, a big white dude from uh, Lawrenceburg, Indiana, named Noah, nigga? I'm I'm dead as Noah, N-O-A-H, nigga, K-N-I-G-G-A. Now, how you know it's not Kanija or whatever? Because I know the fucking English language. If there's a K in front of the N, the K is silent. Knock. That's why you don't call it knock. Knife. That's why you don't call it knife. No. That's why you don't call it cano. I speak the English language very well. My mother taught me English very, very well at a young age. You cannot miss me with that. But in media, 
when you don't know how to pronounce a name, you normally, you know, you you go to YouTube, you listen to an interview where, you know, somebody's, you know, mentioning a person so you can get the the appropriate pronunciation of the name. So I was concerned. Now, I know the English language very well, like I mentioned earlier. The K is always solid. But in this particular case, let's listen to uh, this reporter. Um, this is about a couple of years ago, but he is um, he's the he's the coach. So basically, he's Noah Nigga's father, Ryan Nigga. But his name isn't pronounced Ryan Nigga; it's pronounced like this. Let's go ahead and run the clip. James Adams of TriStateFootball.com here with Coach Ryan Kanega. Coach Ryan Kanega. Come on, really? So the K is now not silent. Where's your family from, nigga? Kanigga. Yeah, I, I can say Kanigga, right? Yeah. Where's your family from, Kanigga? I just wanted to know because there's no way in, in hell you could tell me that in wherever you're from, Kanigga is a, is, is, a, is a family name. Now, I'm not saying that he changed his name to you know, Kaniga just so he can say nigga. I'm not I'm not I'm not that ignorant to say that. But damn. Just just saying though, it's all jokes. It's all jokes relatively, but yeah, so come tell you, if I wouldn't have you know, played that clip or, or watched that clip, I would have been called a Noah nigga, Noah nigga. But like, wait, well, did you just cuss on air? Nah, nigga name's Noah nigga. The K is silent, Noah nigga, but nope. It's Noah Kaniga. Just saying though. So this is the SS Experience. Uh, we're going to try to give you guys about 45 minutes to an hour on these solo pods. Wednesdays, the whole podcast group is going to be back. I can't wait. Uh, Bootsy Vegas, DJ321, Tekala, C-Dog. Um, we're going to be doing real good uh, work this season, uh, better ever than before. Um, and then Friday, we're going to have a special guest. We're going to have Jamel McKenzie. She won. Uh, the city council we've had on the pod a couple of uh, times uh, over last season. And I'm going to try to get a job in politics because uh, I feel like I deserve it. You know, let me get a little little bit of work in there real quick. So we're going to go ahead and do that. So don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review. Um you know, give us five stars. Don't give us four stars. We don't, we don't, we don't like that weak stuff around here. Give us five stars. Give us glowing reviews. Most importantly, too, um, I did, I'm gonna mention this on the pod uh, on Wednesday. We rated very, very high amongst the very few people who listen. Right? We didn't, we didn't have a million listeners. We didn't have thousands of listeners. Probably barely had a couple hundred listeners. But the few people who did listen gave us very good reviews. Amongst those few people, we were top 10 amongst podcasts that they listened to, top five amongst podcasts that they listened to as well. So we, when we get people to listen and watch us, we do good. So the goal is, is for us to have more people. So not only rate, review, subscribe, and download and do all of that stuff, share, share with your friends, Share with your family. Share with your coworkers. Let them know, hey, this is a really, really good podcast where they talk really, really good stuff, really, really good information, and they're very, very entertaining. Go ahead, check them out, and then tell them to rate, review, subscribe, and all of that stuff. So, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. So, season five, we are back. I will holler at y'all on a Wednesday. Be easy. You're listening to the SS Experience on SMG. <laughs>